Lucas Tigers and Bronze is brought to you by Hybrid Grading Approach. HGA is revolutionizing the industry by implementing software that will allow them to scan, analyze, and grade cards without subjectivity. This allows for consistent and unbiased grading. They have an easy submission process and best-in-class customer service. Their pricing model is simple. Pay by the day, not by the value of the card. And when they say 10 business days, they mean 10 business days. We're live, Luca Nation. Welcome back to another episode of Lucas Tigers and Bronzo Mai. We got a little Friday edition action to you for you guys. Woo! Thank God it's Friday. We got a, we, we've got a ton of questions since uh, we've made a few announcements this week. But before I get into those, it's pretty cool. So we got a message uh, just the other day on our Lucas Tigers and Bronze account. It was uh, from an OG follower, someone who's been a listener since, I want to say, right around day one. And they, they said that they were able to buy their uh, fiance now a, a ring. And the way they did it, Cage, was listening to our show, listening to not only just the picks and the plays and stuff like that, because that's cool. It was the strategy, right? It was learning from you, hopefully for myself as well. Where do we see opportunities and how do you profit off those? So, guys, nothing's going to change with this NFT release, with our partnerships. Just know nothing's really going to change. You're going to get free content from us seven days a week. You're going to have access to us in our DMs, in our texts, in our Discord, all completely free. We've said that to you guys from day one, and we're going to keep our promise. It, we're never going to be charging for our content. With our NFT release, what we wanted to do was bring you guys something neat, something interesting with a progressive yet long-term roadmap where we could grow this, what I call a movement, this community together. And the people that have reached out and said they're excited to support, we're excited to have you on board. The people that can't support, the people that aren't into NFTs and think it's a, a little bit of a Ponzi scheme, no problem. You don't have to support. We'll be here. You'll be able to tune in. You'll be able to ask us questions. You'll be able to be a part of Coffee with Cage. Nothing's going to change for you guys. We're going to keep doing this because we truly love what we do and we love connecting with you guys. So I wanted to jump on here and say that uh, before we get into anything, because I have... I have a lot of good stuff I want to discuss today, and I want to bring you guys value, not only with a play, but with a few industries or opportunities that are currently booming. So these aren't my plays. They didn't make the final cut, but there are something that I would recommend looking at. So that's one thing. Guys, we have the Discord. Please go ahead. It's in our, The link's in our bio. Please go ahead and join that. Last announcement, I'm going to put, turn this over to Cages. I've been doing research all week. I've been watching game tape. I've been looking against the spread and learning all these trends. I really want to do a good job with this show on Sunday morning on whatnot. I want to help you guys make money on sports betting, and I want to help you guys make money on fantasy. And I think we're going to do that. I think we're going to do a really good job, and we hope you're joining us. So this so Sunday, how do, we get, uh, how do we get people to follow it? How do we get people? You know, is it, can we put a link for it somewhere? Are we going to post it? What do you got? So the link's going to be in our link tree. Link tree is just this one-stop shop for every kind of all of, our, all of our platforms in one spot. So it's going to be right there on the link tree. I'm going to also post a video, and we're doing a giveaway. A Lucas Lab, a Tiger Woods Lab, and a LeBron Lab. All you have to do is follow us on Whatnot, and it's Luca Nation. One word, Luca Nation on Whatnot. That's simple. You could follow our show. It's going to be this Sunday morning. But once again, if you just click the link on our, in our bio... It'll take you right to our whatnot page or it's Luca Nation on whatnot. Sunday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern. We're really, really excited for it. 
sports bets, fantasy, daily fantasy, slabs, giveaways. It's going to be fun. And a lot of you guys, you might want to join in for the full hour. Someone else may for five minutes. Join in for as long as you can. Have some fun. Send us a message. Uh, we'll interact with you guys there. It's going to be a, it's going to be a blast. It's going to be super casual. So without further ado, Cage. No, listen, you know, it's important to mention the whatnot stuff because it is not going to be released as an episode. It is just whatnot content. It's just a live show, football picks, you name it. And it's not going to be something that we put out as an episode. Uh, you know, we got a lot of stuff going on here. Uh, Sunday's episode will be the collectible episode where we yep. talk about fractional shares. Sunday morning before the game, Andrew's going to go, you know, I think eight for ten on his picks this week. Less passing. A lot of good stuff. He's he's. Stop giving, I'm not a volume better. He's he keeps trying to put, he's trying to fit a square into a round hole. Cage is the round but is the is the volume better. I'm gonna have a few plays that I feel confident about. Cage. He just called me round and called himself lazy. Um, you can you can put whatever lipstick on that pig you like, pal. But last year I'm gonna have a bananas play of the week though. So I'm gonna have one play that's just bananas. bananas. So you have to. Think. <laughs> that, that hat is bananas, dude. You're like Magilla Gorilla over there. But so we're going to have some good picks. I was trying to pay him a compliment and tell, say he was going to go 80%. The easiest way to do that was to say 8 for 10 because we have mathematicians who listen to us. So instead, you get mad because I'm, I, that's me making you make more picks than you want to make. But it's okay. Yep. Everybody sees you. The point I'm trying to make is Andrew's going to bring his A game, unlike that F- minus game he brought last week. And he's going to tell you week one doesn't matter. It's a throwout week. But let me tell you. Do-do was what he brought in week one. So so we, we can expect a reversal in week two. Week one, we, week one matters. There's just not a lot of information to work off of on week one. I pick my words wisely, Cage. <laughs> Do-do. That's my word. That was my okay. word of the day. You picked so, that, pick that word whatnot, wisely. Very important. It's not going to be an episode. So if you want to catch us, great. We're going to try and make this fun, guys. Not just a giveaway, you know. Um, you know, in, in, in connection with whatnot, um, believe it or not, their idea. So pretty awesome. These guys are great at whatnot. Uh, we've never done this before, so it'll be our first time, your first time, which is pretty cool. It's not just uh, slabs. It is a PSA 10 Luca Select. It is a PSA 10 LeBron. And what I think is the coolest piece, which is, you know, they, they gave us a suggested giveaway range, and this blows that right out of the water. I got a Tiger Woods Masters rookie card, BGS 8-5, I think. I mean, like a really nice, you know, with the the, the jumbo size slab, um, you know, Tiger's Master rookie. It's real cool. And we wanted to do a Luka, Tiger, and a Braun, obvious reasons. So it's really cool. And that's, you do not have to purchase anything, but you have to be following us on Whatnot. So you have to jump on. You can do it, hit pause on this episode if you like. Head over to Whatnot. It's Luca Nation, nice and easy. Uh, we probably won't have that many followers there yet because well, I set up the account like six minutes ago. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say one thing though, and I'm a generous guy, but this is my line in the sand. If we don't get a hundred followers, we're not doing the giveaway. Perfect. That's fair. It's very fair. I'll keep it myself. I don't want to give this card away anyway. You have to really be mean to me to force it out of my collection. But in addition to that, why it's cool, why we want you to tune in. Not only do we have the picks there, not only do we have some fun, this, this you know, typical banter, the back and forth between um, you know, Andrew and myself. His bananas hat is going to be there. So, so how do you not show up and follow when Andrew tells you he's going to be bringing his banana? I mean, people show up from miles around for that. So beyond that, I already have, if you follow us and you, and you check out our link for, for Sunday morning, I've already loaded up 10 auctions in there. They range from a Tua Prism Silver, a Joe Burrow score rookie PSA 10, 
I got a Tua Auto in there. I tried to do, you know, your quarterback, your rookies. I got some Trevor Lawrence rookie lots. I got some Herbert rookie lots. I got, um, you know, a Burrow rookie lot. I got all kinds of fun stuff that you guys would like. Nothing crazy expensive. Real low entry points. We'll start them off at a buck. It'll be like a minute or two auction. You guys will have some fun. It'll be cool content to kind of go through that stuff. And we're really looking forward to doing that show on Sunday. So please tune in. Obviously, we have our fractional report Sunday night. And the NFT is dropping, guys. I mean, Andrew did a whole thing about how it's not going to change. I think everything changes because if you get in on this NFT, and it's going to be cool, man. It's like Neo taking the pill, right? So, and if you don't, you don't. It's no big deal. Um, we love what we're doing. We're not going anywhere. You're still going to have an episode every single day, if not more than one every single day. But we're here for free, giving you these plays, giving you these picks, making fun of each other. Andrew's going to call me round. Everything's going to be fine. Um, and, you know, we'll be here. That is one of the cool things about the NFT, by the way. You know, most of the stuff we talk about with these is, you know, you don't know who's behind it. You know, there's a lot of anonymity in that world, a lot of, you know, a profile picture of a, of a dog or whatever it is. And you don't know who it is. You know who we are and you know where to find us every single day. So there is that cool aspect of it from, you know, from the, uh, from the NFT space. So more info on our Discord, please get in there. I've given away a bunch of stuff in the Discord. We're going to continue to give stuff away. Just jump in there and I'll do giveaways. Basically, every 50 people that sign up, I give away a Top Shot moment or whatever it may be. So jump on in. Have some fun. It's where we get a. It's where you get most of your information. Um, anything else, info wise? I mean, I think we're uh, we're, we're announcing the NFT minting will take place on Wednesday, nine twenty-two. So that's Wednesday, September twenty-second. Um, I think Andrew is slotted to do it at eleven eleven a.m. He likes all the ones. It's like a lucky number. Um, you know, we were going to do it at eight eighty-eight. Well, this that time with, does this not exist. All started with a wish. We all, this all started with a wish and a dream. So uh, 11, 11, make a wish. So yeah, I, I kind of like that number. So th that's all we really want to talk about with this announcement. We talked about NFT. We beat, we beat it that if you guys want to support, we, it mean the world to us. We're going to work hard to get that floor price up long-term and short-term. If you want to be a part, great. If not, we love you equally as much. Join the Discord, have some fun, talk sports cards. Two industries, let's get into the show, two industries that are booming, or two, let me call it sub-industries. Marvel PMG, are you good, Gage? I'm great. I can hear you. Good. Marvel PMG and vintage soccer, specifically Pele cards. The Pele card you had, actually, the, I think it's called the aficionado. <laughs> I call it the alphabet. It's like Al Alifabola Gay. You know, quote the alphabet card. It looks like a postage stamp. Two industries. Do you think it's a too late to buy? Too late to buy into Marvel PMGs, 2013, 2015, 2017, and vintage soccer. You know, the Pele's Maradona's, the old school cards. Are these? Yes, are the, I think soccer the ship is very. Yeah, the ship the ship sailed on soccer maybe last year, a hundred percent with the influx of all the modern stuff and people going back and getting the uh, the vintage stuff. Um, I saw the same post. Um, I, I don't know if Slamstocks reposted it maybe, or, you know, it was a PWCC auction. It basically showed, I think it was a 6.5. So I think I had a 1 or a 1.5, um, and I didn't pay that much for it. I sold it for, you know, a multiple of what I paid. Um, I think the 6.5 sold for, like, I don't know what it was, four or $6,000, and now it's worth, you know, six figures. Huge multiple, huge, you know, you name it on that card. Not a lot of them graded. Um, you know, I guess I probably shouldn't have sold it. Um, here's the funny part about it. 
I sold it through Probstein, and the first time it wasn't paid for. <laughs> and I was like, ah, maybe I'll take it back. And I didn't. I just let it run again. And the next time it got paid for, clearly. Um, but yeah, soccer's run, man. Soccer's really run up a lot. Um, you know, there are a lot of Pele cards. The Pele is very similar to me. I've talked about this to uh, Muhammad Ali, right? Like everybody seems to have their favorite. It's like you talk about CryptoPunk floor. Everybody's got, well, the rare one is the one with the frown and the knit hat. No, just because you own that doesn't mean that's the rare one. You know, there are Pele cards like the Kui Gold one, um, this Aleph-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la
So maybe the second thing. The second thing that I like about Marvel. Typical PMG is out of ten uh, with the green, and I'm not sure what's the red numbered out of for PMG. So the first series for basketball was out of a hundred, and the first ten were green. But football is is larger; it's fifteen and one fifty. They kind of changed it, you know, in 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 additional sets. But that initial one, it's a hundred, and the first ten are green. Very cool. Marvel has like blue out of 99. They have red, they have green. They, they have more, they have like the traditional kind of more prism parallels, which I actually think are cool and they make it more accessible for the retail investor. Uh, at Nash, at the national show, the people that were buying PMGs were big whales, 10, five, six figure cards. That's great and all, but I think PMGs are going to be adopted by the common man, the common woman in the hobby that want to spend five to thousand bucks on these cards. And I still do believe that there are some ancillary PMG uh, Marvel cards out there for three, four, five hundred bucks that are very, very, very uh, affordable, but also they're going to be in demand. I, I really believe that. So this, that's not my play. I'm bringing you guys a play that I actually did research on, a ton of research, and I, I stand by. It's a three-star play in my book. But these are two Ooh. industries that I thought I'd bring up and let you guys be the judge. Do you want to invest What do you think of the Marvel 90 stuff? What do you think of the original Marvel stuff? Does that matter anymore? Is that going to come back? The hollows, the big cards? What do you think? Because we talked about this. Yeah, but it's, it's the Lior thing, right? Aesthetically pleasing lower pop or the rookie card, right? The 1990 Marvel... Though it's the rookie card, it's kind of bland. Whereas these PMGs are scarce, very hard to find in a, in a high grade. And though it's not their rookie, from what we've seen in the market, these super fractors and these numbered cards actually appreciate more than the rookie counterparts. So my, my instinct would say that the PMGs are a better bet, even though I've really much, I very much personally like 1990 Marvel. Cool. I like it. I think the Marvel stuff's coming going to come back, just because it's not something that can be graded. I was, you know, originally talked about it. I was like, I assuming people are going to open these boxes and they're just going to be able to grade these cards for ten dollars a card, and the pop's going to go nuts. Not going to happen. So, you know, unless PSA in the next couple of years generates another fifteen twenty dollar bulk sub for them, um, the pops are going to remain low, and people are going to want them. So, and you know, if what you're saying is true, so can I tell you what I think about PSA? Sure. Let's hear it. I think that with their new ownership, uh, and this is just complete speculation, new ownership, going private, I think they have a new direction. And I think what PSA wants, and I apologize for the internet stuff. Cage and I are in a little bit of a delay, so we're not able to feed off of each other how we typically do. Uh, I'm getting that addressed. we got a company coming out here to, to, to fix this. So I think that fun, PSA man. wants to fun. be in the business of – of record sales. I think they want to be in the business of record sales. And I think everything that they're doing with their business is to incentivize the most expensive cards to be in PSA slabs. Yesterday you saw, and Cage, I want to hear what you think about this, the BGS crossover of the LeBron. The LeBron Exquisite, it was uh, two tens, uh, centering and edges were tens, 9.5 on the surface and a nine corners. So an interesting grade by BGS. You know, it was, a, it was a gem mint, but nine corners. PSA crossed that over to a 10, 10, 10 grade, 10 auto. And there's a lot of people that thought that was great. A lot of people were like, PSA uh, has never crossed my cards over. And here there's this 
six-figure, seven-figure card that they decided to cross over. Oh, it looks a little seven. suspicious. Definitely seven. Maybe seven maybe even eight. What do you think? <laughs> Probably not eight. What do I think? I think whether it was intentionally done or not, it was a brilliant marketing move by them. And since it's a brilliant marketing move, everybody's going to assume that it was intentionally done and maybe that card got you know bumped up a little higher than it was. Have you looked at the pop report on the nine fives? Are there any gems? Are there any ones that have your know, true gem, not min gem? Are there any ones that have nine five corners from BGS? Because um, I don't think there are. So it's very possible. I don't think they are this, either. I'm not sure though. It's very possible that this is the nicest one. Maybe those are cards that were graded difficult, more difficult by BGS when they were being graded. Um, we all know that card standards for certain cards do change over time, usually to get harder. Um, you know, I've talked about the Derek Jeter 93 SP foil card that PSA only has, you know, two dozen of in PSA 10. Um, and other companies graded a little easier. And you remember, I, I had one in an SGC holder tried to crack it over to PSA and they said it was trimmed. And then I sent it back to SGC and they said it was trimmed. <laughs> so, so uh, you know, it's interesting how stuff changes over time. But, I mean, look, there were two tens and a 9.5. Um, you know, I'm sure that there are people out there saying this is just straight marketing move. I, I, I can't look at the card well enough as a grader because it's, you know, every picture of it's either going to be in the BGS slab or in that PSA slab. Um, you know, if I, if I got up close and took a look at the corners and could see, you know, a defect with it that then maybe I'd say, what, what was PSA doing? But just, you know, on balance, if you tell me that a nine, five BGS, forget what the card is, right? Like I'm sure it doesn't happen often, but I'm sure every day there are BGS nine fives with two ten subs that cross over to PSA 10. Don't you think nine fives with two tens? I mean, a lot of them don't. But they're all I, I had, cross over. Hello. Well, nine five with two tens should cross over. Cross over, but a, a nine on the corners is, is suspicious. And I had I three nine fives and a ten centering that didn't cross over. Also, I don't know whose card it is, right? But you know, did they did they take it out of the case? I mean, it'd be kind of silly to do that. Everybody knows what card it is. I mean, they're numbered, so you know that it came in a nine five. I don't know. Was it was it sent in in the case and PSA crossed it? I I don't know. You know, I mean, I don't know whose card it is. I don't know the details of it. I think it's a cool thing. I think it's cool. A lot of people are talking about it. I think it's cool that it's polarizing. A lot of people are talking about it in a good way or a bad way. But ultimately, you know what happens if it sells? And who knows whose it is? And you know what is it? If it sells, it will set a record because it is now the top graded PSA version of this card with a ten grade out of ten auto. And most of the people who buy these cards, that's the first thing they look for now. And PSA will get a lot of press on that. So whether it was done on purpose or not, the end result is going to be, it'll be good for PSA. All right. You, I'm going to get you, into my play. So you have a different uh... take? Do you think PSA like did it on purpose? you think they took a, an inferior card and put it in a PSA 10 slab simply because they knew it would get headlines? No, I, I don't think they did it on purpose. I think the optics of it are um, interesting because to me it just shows that PSA, for better or worse, right? Like sometimes you want to eliminate your own kind of peripheral, your own judgment or something, is no longer for the common man. 
PSA now is for the five, six, seven, and eight figure cards. And that's what they're clearly showing because a lot of what I call retail investors in the card space have sent in tons of cards to PSA. And the crossover rate cage is so low, it's absurd. It's, it's yeah. close to 0%. Anyone who's listening who's sent in a card in the last year who you've reviewed the card, you know it's a 10, you, it's a beautiful card. I mean, like everyone says it takes an experience greater. Most of us could at this point, if you send in hundreds of cards, you know what a potential 10 looks like. And then when you have that in a BGS slab and there's two 10s, two 9.5s, you know that that's a PSA 10. You've seen it. And they haven't crossed those over. Not like 50%. It, it was close to zero. It was maybe 5, 10% max. But then you see this high-end card and you're like, hmm, it does appear, it does give off the perception, right, that PSA wants to see their the most expensive card of PSA slabs. They want to be the record holder, but they don't care so much about those economy levels anymore. That's where I think so, that they're, they're, so their motto is, which is right? actually good because companies like SGC and hybrid might benefit from that. Well, that's where I'm going, right? Couldn't this backfire for PSA? Because wouldn't it be a reasonable and rational line of thought going forward now for collectors to say, all right, we listened to Andrew in yesterday's episode and he talked about how BGS was a macro level play and that it used to be BGS was a higher percentage of a PSA 10. And now it's gotten down to where BGS 9.5 is 35, 40% of a PSA 10. And look what PSA just announced to the world that BGS 9.5s with iconic cards, top of the house cards with nine corners, min gem, you know, I mean, obviously not exactly, you know, it has two tens, but with nine corners, nine fives, they are PSA tens in some instances. Could this now also lead to an increase in credibility on BGS nine fives, an increase in demand in the BGS nine fives for people thinking, wow, I should buy these cards that they might be better than we thought previously. It used to be, if you have a nine five, it's because you tried to cross it to a 10 and, it, and you were told no, or because you knew it wouldn't tend for some reason. But now PSA is just taking one of the most high-profile cards out there in a BGS 9.5 holder with nine corners and said, that's a 10. 10-10. It's interesting. Guys, let's, let us revisit it tomorrow. Let us revisit it next week. Let us know in the comments at our Discord and our DMs, what do you guys think? Uh, we want to do more of that. We, why we created that Discord uh, was to have one unified kind of conversation. Uh, let us know what you think. We love to discuss uh, the discussion outside uh, of this podcast. Second thing, I've given this play. I gave this play in the Discord just two days ago. And when I gave the play, what I now am doing with our Discord channel is I'm putting my research out there. So it's not just the play. It's what I'm looking at. Okay? So I did that with my play. I'm very much looking forward to discussing this. Cage, you'll go with your play right after, but my play was someone you mentioned. It was Haland. Cage, so let me first tell you just this guy's stats, like what this guy's doing. He's 21 years old, 20 years old. In the last 14 games, oh, in the, apologies, in the last nine, nine games, you know how many goals he scored? 14. 14 goals in nine games. That's well, across Champs League, international, awesome. and domestic. You are the best. You are literally the best. 14 goals in nine games. Insane. 
Now, let me pull something up. Let me let me show you his chart, his card chart. So you look at his Topps Chrome, which is kind of his rookie card. This is 2019 Topps Chrome Bundesliga card, number 72. So it had this Eiffel Tower type of kind of uh, run-up. Okay. The middle finger. In September of 2020, 700 went ballistic to basically here we are in February. It was $900. And in March, it went to highs of basically 4000 Here we have in March, April, $4,000. The chart's not show. Oh, there we go. We got the chart. The chart is up there. Okay, so we have we have. Okay, good, good, good. Sorry about we that, have, guys. Uh, no, it's okay. Okay, we have the chart now. Right. I see that. Seven hundred. So this is just the top score. Four thousand. Is this a PSA ten? Is this a what is it? PSA ten. PSA ten. PSA ten. Just right now, base. it's at a card value of thirteen hundred. Okay. Correct. Eight hundred eighty-four pop. So nothing. Nothing crazy. Nothing crazy. And look at this right here. It's, it's basically flat. It's up. It's, it's double of where it kind of IPO'd, so to speak. But it's not a crazy run up the 1300. Now, why do I make this my play? This is someone who's not going to stay in that Bundesliga for very long. This is someone that's going to be going to Real Madrid, Man City, Liverpool, I doubt PSG, uh, Barcelona. He's going to be recruited by the big clubs. And you're going to see this guy who's basically breaking records for goal scores for a young player. You're going to see him. He's, he's going to be on those charts like, hey, Messi had, you know, 100 goals in uh, 90 games. Halan's going to be right there with the greats. So it, it he's going to be kind of like the the young prodigy of the game. And I think he already is in a lot of ways. His only knock on this guy is he plays apparently for a shitty league. I, I don't know how you could genuinely say that, but some people say that. He's going to go to the a knock club. on him is when he does, and you have all of his accolades behind him. This guy, this guy is going, going to be this is a two thousand to three thousand dollar card, no brainer. I don't see how it could be any lower, frankly, with the talent. And you're, you're looking at me crazy, but like, think about the talent of this player and think yeah. about how he's still under the profile, under the radar compared to a lot of other guys. I'm sure he's amazing. He's my player. So PSA 10, Topps Chrome Bundesliga. So he has a couple problems. Number one, sure. you can clip your play and it was ex- and, and take the name Holland out and get in your time machine and go back last year. And it's exactly the same play everybody was giving for Mbappe. Right? So soccer fans seem to be more fickle than anybody else. And Mbappe was the one breaking all the records. He was the new young. He was going to be up there with the greats, and he was going to be on a great team, and he was going to be doing all these things, and he was going to be winning everything, and there was all this great roadmap and Euro and World and all these great things. And, and you know what happened? They just, they, you know, the, the Mbappe cards just kept coming out and coming out and coming out and coming out, and the prices kept going down and down. That's one. Two, did you open any Bundesliga Chrome? Because I did. And no, there I was one of those. I don't open packs. There was one of those in almost every box I opened. Okay, so so they're not rare. The base cards. There's one in almost not not every box, almost every box. And I sold a couple raw for a hundred bucks. I guess I'm an idiot. But when I graded them, and I also got Geo Reyna cards in there. You know, there were a couple decent cards in that Bundesliga release. Every card I got back was a ten. Every card that I sent in from that. How come the was a how 10. come the pop? How come the pop is only eight hundred then? It's a it's a very good question because everybody's waiting to get them back. That card's only a year old, you know, a year and change old. 
So people were buying them, buying them raw, you name it, and a lot. I'm still waiting for stuff. I have Reina. I have a Reina refractor in there. I got a couple of, you know, uh, it's not a rookie, but Sancho cards. They were in there. I got a couple of refractors. I'm still waiting for them to come back from from PSA also. Now, Holland might be great, and this is clearly the card. It's the go-to card. There are other rookie cards of him this year, though. And the, the I guess the third ancillary part that you've run into with this, that, you know, sort of happened with Mbappe, right? There was the prism, but then there was the optic, and there were a couple of other cards, and I'm an idiot and bought some Panini Instant cards that nobody seems to want. But but with Holland, especially because soccer had gained in popularity again over the Tops had like 47,000 releases. I've seen, you know, Golden and the auction houses sell like six different Holland 101s. There was Finest. There was the Champ League. There was the Euro. There was the you know the Bundesliga. Like it just seemed that there were there were. Which one is gonna be the one? I think it's pretty clear that the one you pointed out is the one you know base rookie card for him. That seems to be the most popular one. But there are other options, and you have to take that into account. Also, I don't watch soccer. I know this guy. He's friggin' everywhere. So you know, I'm I'm sure it's a um, you know a pretty safe play. Not to mention. Look at what the top of it was. What was it? Four or five thousand dollars for the PSA ten? That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money, um, and it doesn't look. Like, it looks like if you look at it like any other chart, just from a chart perspective, it looks like it has a pretty good floor. What do they call it? Support, right? Like that's where it was. It went up. This is where it's gone down. It doesn't look like even with pop increase or whatever. It doesn't look. Like it's breaking down from that line. Look, that chart looks like it's one where. He, you know, he keeps doing what he's doing, and it's going to start to move back up. So I like the play from from a technical Just to jump in like here it. real quick. Okay. Just yeah. Go ahead. I'm going to get so much heat for this. To me, Mbappe is is not on the caliber of uh, of level that Holland is. There, there, Ooh, well, there hasn't been a streak where scores, right? he, doesn't, he doesn't shoot well, he doesn't create a scoring opportunity, and you got well, 11. Let's look at his last – well, let's look at his last games, man. Like in his last, I mean, I'm looking at his last 20 games. He has he definitely scored a goal. I saw his name come up on the bottom of his goal once. That's what I'm on too. But he has about 13, 13, 14 goals in his last 20, 25 games. So that's incredible. But that's not on the same level. Holland is a goal scoring machine, and those don't come around very often. The last one I remember. Was Ved Nisteroy would score like a goal, a goal, and change a game? Um, go, true goal scorers don't come around as much as people think. Real athletes come around way often. So like Mbappe is an athlete, and I respect that. But Holland is a true goal scorer, and um, th- that that like knows for goal. If you've played soccer, you know that player. It's very hard to find someone like that. And you do, you know soccer, so I'll trust you on this one. I like to play for you know for multiple reasons. I'm going to give you one that's on the other end of the spectrum. You can go however you like with this one. Basketball's coming. No one's looking at this guy. And it is base, and it's one of these things where I think there'll be plenty of different exits for you. Um, guy was fantastic. And he reminds me of your Juan Soto when talking about these other rookies. You know, when we talk about Tatis and Vlad Guerrero and we talk about Acuna, Juan Soto has something those guys don't have. You know what it is? He already won a ring, right? He already won a championship. Now, he didn't win the MVP. Somebody else on his team won the MVP. He had a great championship. I mean, he was great during the World Series, but he didn't win the MVP. There were, you know, there were pitchers who were better than him, you name it, who won the MVP, Strasburg, you know, Scherzer, you name it, um, guys who contributed. But he already has that. Can't take it away. This guy in the NBA reminds me of that because he wasn't the number one on his team, but he definitely contributed. And then they rewarded him with a big contract. And then he was an all-star. And then COVID happened. And 
people are not very forgiving when that happens. And also, the team lost its star after the championship. COVID happened, got hurt, going to miss a little bit of the beginning of this basketball season. But the team also lost their next big star. And the team is now talking about how this guy is the one they're going to be committed to, right? This is the star. It's going to be his team. It's going to be his franchise. It's going to be his, his, his. It's funny because I think he might get traded, even though they're saying it's his, his, his. I'm talking about none other than Pascal Siakam, right? I'm looking at his Prism rookie cards, and I'm looking at them on Starstock, and they are really cheap. <laughs> you know what? If you wanted to, you can look at this week. One PSA 10 Prism sold at auction. For like eighty bucks, I don't want to misquote what 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 the what the total price was. I'm I'm gonna jump over just so that I'm not I'm not seventy six dollars plus free shipping. All right, we're talking about the 2016 Prism Pascal Siakam card number two twenty in PSA ten. A PSA ten for seventy six dollars, right? You want to buy a Star Stock A for less than twenty bucks? They're there. You know, you want to buy PSA nines? You want to stock up on them? I think this is a guy who has. Superstar, borderline superstar potential will be the clear-cut number one guy on his team. Clear-cut number one guy on his team. There's even talk, however, that Golden State's interested in him, right? Potentially could get traded. Who the heck knows? It doesn't really matter because all of those things combined mean one thing. The card is cheap now for whatever the reason is, whether it's because he's going to be the, the number one guy on his team and score 25 and 12 or because he's going to get traded and then there's new interest, or if he doesn't get traded, his name keeps coming up in those trade rumors, which that alone, when people are focusing on basketball instead of football, that alone will cause interest in his cards. So this is a guy whose cards were, they were high. I mean, we're talking about some significantly higher prices than what we're seeing now for this guy because, you know, he had an all, he won a championship, he was an all-star, he got that big contract, and then he fell off the radar. You know, people weren't paying attention to him anymore. Why? Because it wasn't really his team. It was Lowry's team still. He got COVID. He was weak, right? Now, before he got hurt, he played a month. Check his numbers. Now, you like to talk about PER. I like to talk about, you know, the, you know the, 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 the points per 36 and all those numbers. His numbers are great. When he plays, when he's healthy, when he's doing his thing, he has a chance to put up legit all-star numbers and now be the number one on his team. For what these things are selling, $76 for a PSA 10? That's ridiculous. And literally, that's just sold September fourth. So, so I could see, um, I could see the Warriors trading for him. That would be such an interesting trade because that's the rumor. If, if Wiseman comes out, the, Wiseman's an interesting. Keep an eye out on Wiseman because if he comes out this year and he has a good, remember he was he's never played basketball at like a high level. He didn't play very much at Memphis. He did barely play last year. Hurt his wrist. If he comes out this year and he, he's a prospect. He could be on the move, and and the Warriors have some assets that can package up and get Siakam. That, that's a championship team if they get Siakam. That's tough. Curry, Clay, Wiggins, Draymond Green, and Siakam. That's a tough lineup. That's a really tough lineup. So uh, it, it's it's I'm I'm excited for the NBA season. I could see how this play. It's one of those you could win in a few ways. He could have a yeah. great season in Toronto. He could get traded. You're already getting him cheap. Um, no one's so thinking about Siakam either. That's right. No, he he fell for a while there. He was like he was the darling. People were like, "Oh, look at him! He's going to be great. He's going to be awesome." And you know what? If you don't want to spend a ton of money on this, go on Starstock and look at the optics. You grab us for a couple bucks, right? Go grab a few of those. Wait till the season happens. Wait till there's a rumor. Wait till there's some news. Wait till he drops his first thirty-point game, 
and you'll double your money on those optic cards right there on Starstock. It's it, it's 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 basically you know right now it's one of those things where the card is too cheap not to at least take a look at it. So there's my play. I like Siakam. I think he's awesome. I think for a big man, he's got a great skill set, um, and I think he's going to be you know for as long as he's on Toronto, he's the he is the the no doubter alpha on that team. So. I like to invest in those. Nobody's stealing their stats. Luca Nation, we love you. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Siakam, Holland. Any final go words? Follow, go follow Luca Nation on whatnot, please, because those giveaways, Luca's targeting the bronze. Andrew's not doing it if we don't get to 100. And you do not have to buy anything. It is a follow just for people who are following us, who are watching in that, uh, in that Sunday morning show. Um, so, you know, we're going to have some giveaways. We got the auctions. We're going to be doing that live. Come find us on Discord. Andrew set up a link tree. And the link's in our bio. It's going to have links to everything. Yes. The Discord, lucastigers.com, which is for the NFT. We got a lot of stuff in the hopper, guys. But I have no unanswered DMs. So keep them coming. We'll follow all this stuff, and we will answer all your messages. If you need anything, if you need help <laughs> on anything. Should I trade for this card? We'll let you know. We'll let you know what we think. Should I buy Griffey Jr. cards in PSA 9? I'll let you know. The answer is no. You know, how do I get money in my med mask? Let's go. We'll walk you through it. Whatever, whatever. Fun fact is, in, depending on the state you're in, you could buy, I think it's up to $400 at a time, either right through MetaMask now. Really new. You just hook up your Apple Pay and you can buy 400 bucks at a time. So that's actually the simplest way. MetaMask, Apple Pay, Ether in your account like that. Luca Nation will be back tomorrow. Really big weekend coming up. Coffee with Cage tomorrow. What not Sunday show. Fractional. And we're going to be engaging, interacting with you guys all week. This episode of Luca's Tigers and Bronze was brought to you by Hybrid Grading Approach. Take it from someone who has personally submitted thousands of cards for grading. HGA slabs just hit different. They're top of the line and color coordinated to match the card itself. The aesthetics are unrivaled in the industry. When paired with the ease of submission and the transparency of the pricing model, HGA stands alone as the best choice for grading your cards. I believe that once you try them out, you will agree. Thanks for listening, Luca Nation. Thank you for spending some time with us on another episode of the Luca's Tigers and Bronze Oh My podcast. Um, do us a favor and like, subscribe. Now, you know what? Don't just like and subscribe. Everybody does that. If you like us, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies, tell everybody. And uh, we hope you got something from spending some time with us today, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.